Welcome to the About That Wallet podcast show number 17, Finding Purpose When Hope is Lost. Before we dive into today's show, let's check out today's sponsor. Welcome back to another exciting show of the About That Wallet podcast. Um, for those of you who are new to the show, I usually try to start with a little bit of history of the topic. Then I'll go into some strategies and start talking about some features about, okay, what actions can you take today to kind of propel yourself forward based on the topic that was discussed today. So today's topic, I really want to dive into finding the purpose um, when all hope is lost. This particular topic has came to play as I was going through some leadership uh, TED Talks that I was listening to throughout the day. And that's one of the things that I've kind of think about pretty often on why am I doing a, why am I doing what I'm doing and what is the purpose of it all? Um, I, it, I have to look at purpose or you can all look at purpose as something of different multitudes, different layers, because for me, honestly, like I created this podcast um, for the main purpose of sharing my story, sharing my money story, everything that I've came across, some of the stuff that I've um, learned that I kind of wish I have was taught uh, sooner in life. And now that I picked up on it, I'm actually starting to understand the roles of money and the way that it is supposed to be used and how to use it wrongfully and also how to use it in a beneficial way has really helped me understand of, okay, why, what's the whole purpose of money? Like, what is the whole purpose of me trying to even get money in the first place? What, a, what are, what is ultimately, what is the goal about money that could, that, that I'm actually striving for? Because most people, I mean, when I was younger, I was just going to work because that was what I was told to do. Um, then next thing you know, they was like, oh, yeah, there's a credit card. My mom took me out to a jewelry store to go get a credit card. I don't, because she was like, well, this is what you do when you turn, I think it was 18. We went to the jewelry store. I think at the time it was Zales and just say, hey, you know, get a credit card, buy a ring. I didn't really wear rings or even jewelry at the time. But they gave me like a little $300 card and just used it. And I was like, okay, well, this is what you're supposed to do because this is what my mom told me you're supposed to do. You're supposed to help start building your credit this way. Um, but now that I'm older, I found out that you don't need to start a credit card off that way because my mom has credit. She built up credit. She could easily have used me as an authorized user and just never gave me the credit card. So when I go to apply for my own credit card, I already have history on it. That's one of the different strategies that are out there. But these are the things that we that I was never told when I was growing up and learning about finances or um, how to manage money in a proper way. But, you know, it's also go back. This is the reason why I say it's one of those uh, topics where it has multitudes, because 
you know, you find your purpose. Okay, what is the purpose of even getting a credit card in the first place? Well, it's to help build your credit. Okay, what is the purpose of even going to school? Well, it's to help you get a job. Ultimately, that's what schools are set up for. They're not set up for you to start up your own business or even to go out there and be, you know, the next Bill Gates or someone of that nature. But finding your purpose is understanding your why. If you think about it, even from from businesses that you encounter. So look at your last purchase. It doesn't even matter where you purchase it from. Do you understand what that person or that company is really selling you more so than just the product? Why did you buy for that person? Is it because of the feeling that you got or is it for your own greed and personal need for it? Or was it their mission of the product that got you going? Because, I mean, five guys make a burger and McDonald's make a burger. McDonald's use their slogan. I don't even know what their slogan is. But either way, they serve a lot of people. Why can't five guys serve those same amount of people? Why can't Burger King serve those the same amount of people? It's mainly because of the mission behind it all. But yet, you notice this small little company come across named Chick-fil-A that strives on people first. And a lot of people can resonate with people first and they're a very religious company, which means that they believe in having Sundays off. And by having Sundays off, if you notice all their employees always come to you or not even come to you, but when you go in there, you have a, a sense of I am important. You know, they actually treating me like a person here versus you go to McDonald's. Hey, what's your order? Okay, come to door one. Okay, you got your food. Here you go. Thank you. That's it. I don't even think they say thank you. They just say, here your food. But at Chick-fil-A, they give you a whole nother experience. So it's like their mission is given or is actually understood by every employee. So it's more of the purpose of the why. Why are they doing this in the first place? And that's one of the things that you have to kind of get behind of why you're doing what you're doing. Majority of the time is very clear cut. You can see it um, in everyday life. So perfect example, a mother and father, they have a child, or even as, if it's not the mother and father, but just um, the mother and maybe her boyfriend, um, but they have a little child, could be a niece of an, or a nephew. But because of that little one, they'll keep the little one in between them while they're walking. Why? Their purpose is to protect that child while it's in their presence. And it's very clear cut there. So as a bystander, you would A, either respect their space and try not to cut between the, the two people that are protecting this child while they're walking. So you actually, you know, move to the left or to the right, depending on how everybody interacts with each other when they come to that that draw line. But 
you, you how can I put it? This this purpose, this sense of purpose is so powerful because it's in everything that we do. Like I said, this podcast for me and my purpose for it is to help educate and share the knowledge that I came across. But more so, I want to start bringing in people who are either older or even younger and actually experiencing different things in their time, um, in their timeline right now, and how we all actually are experiencing the same things, but just at different times. Like my purpose is to share knowledge as much as I can because having that learning curve is great, but if you can curve it just a little bit more, it will make such an impact on your life. Just that little five degree difference, just even listening to this podcast or even my voice right now, like take the time out to write down a few things of why are you doing what you're doing? Um, and some, and I know I'm focusing on just to the people who are looking for it or seeking that purpose. But if you ever notice that some people, even in your workplace, or if you just walk past and they just seem like they have no sense of purpose in life and they just want to show up and, you know, hey, after the world, I'm, I'm just here, you know, it's just another day, you know, I'm just here to get my paycheck at the end of the day. And then I go home and I do nothing. I might eat, you know, something because I have to. And then I come back and repeat the same process. It's like a dull person. But if you find a person that sense of purpose, you can feel it around them. You can actually see how joyful they are because they really, even if they don't enjoy the job, but the job actually aligns with their personal values. It's such... Uh, uh, a great place to be in. Um, I'm not sure if many of you have ever been around a person that's very church-going. Um, I say that because church-going is a religious act that a lot of people don't do, but they actually enjoy the congregation of people. They enjoy sharing the message. They enjoy just being in awe of seeing people growth. Like those are the type of people you definitely need in your circle. Um, because we, in a previous, I think I said in a couple episodes or so, I was talking about your network is your net worth. And understanding that having that one person on the side that's really passionate is such an important thing that you really want to add to your circle because you can go to Bobby Joe over here and say, you know, hey, I'm looking to start a mobile detailing business. And that person was like, cool. So what do you want to do with it? I was like, yeah, I just want to go around and clean people's cars. It was like, cool. So what are you going to do with it? Um, yeah, I just want to start the business. <laughs> but that keeps going back and forth, but it really trying to dig down. Bobby Joe is really trying to dig down into the main purpose of it. Okay, you're cleaning people's cars. Is it because it will help them feel good? Is it because you want the money? 
or you just want to have people in clean cars because having a clean car will make people feel good about their cells. And when you clear out all of the clutter, you have more room to think peacefully and other things to worry about. You know, those sort of type of values that you really want to look into your life in different areas that could actually help benefit other people. You know, I understand that at the end of the day, you need to take care of yourself. But actually, if everybody is taking care of each other, everybody will thrive. You're listening to the About That Wallet podcast. We'll be right back after these messages. So for me, hoarding all this information that I've learned doesn't do me any any good. Yeah, I could, you know, come up and do my own stuff. But if I can start surrounding people that actually can start doing the same thing I can or even pick up on stuff that I've even missed out on and kind of we all share that knowledge together. Could you imagine how awesome that would be? It's like, hey, I just read this book on real estate. Cool. I just learned this book on doing construction. Great. And this person just like, hey, I just learned about politics in your local community. Perfect. Because that's only three people. Now, imagine you got like a team of five or six or even 10 or 20 people with that same mindset of helping your community. That is, it's mind blowing of just from having that one idea, that belief, that sense of purpose of helping each other, that you can achieve so much. Like, for me, like, I, I know I said purpose have multitudes, but, you know, in those different layers of the totem pole, not even really a totem pole, but the different layers of, of purpose. So I know I have student loans, but I was just talking to my wife recently today and said that my purpose uh, for myself and for us is for me to go to work to my purpose is to go to work. So within work, my purpose is to be awesome. And while I'm awesome at work, I get more money. But that more money will actually become more money that I can use towards my student loan debt. Once my student loan debt is clear, I get to spend more time with you. So my whole purpose for us as a relate in our relationship is for me to spend more time with you. So whatever I do, I'm trying to buy back my time so I can spend more time with my wife. And that's my purpose inside my relationship with my wife. But also for my sense of self, I just enjoy giving back and helping other people. So while I'm at work, I'm like, cool, supervisor, what do you need? All right, I got you. Let me go help out these other folks. Is this everything cool? Great. And the supervisor's happy, I'll be happy. And then everybody else is happy. So we all own that same collective because within a profitable industry, 
or a for-profit industry, everything is mostly numbers driven and very, you know, process oriented, but they also lose out that sense of help and that sense of purpose usually because you have so many strategies to do this and that, but in a not for-profit business or most people will call it a non-profit business, they, they really offer profit, honestly. So don't, don't get it twisted. They make a lot of money. But it's the sense of they have more of a drive and a sense of purpose. So they always drive, hey, this is my calling. You'll hear that a lot in nonprofits, that this is my calling to, you know, feed the needy or to help out those who are in need with clothes, um, food banks, they always got, uh, even with the Red Cross, they are a not-for-profit, but they are collecting a lot of money. Now, the issue that a lot of people have or you hear about is the corruption side of things. So it's not so much the need for profit because everybody has to use the money to help continue on doing the things that they love and do. So it should not be a shocker when a not-for-profit business asks for money so they can continue to do what they are doing for the community or for the people that are in need. And the same thing even for my business, even though my business is a for-profit business, yes, I do ask um, often, but I don't do it for the money. I actually, I'm actually doing it so that I can share more knowledge so I can actually get out there and spread my voice and even your voice. If you ever have a story that you want to share, let me know. Um, just always shoot me an email at aboutthatwallet at gmail.com. I'm more than willing to share uh, your story with other people because you never know who's out there that ex that is experiencing the same thing you have. You're not alone in whatever that you do. So understanding your purpose is, it's almost like finding out that scrambled eggs taste good with ketchup. Don't put me there, don't quote me on it. Um, I, I don't like scrambled eggs with ketchup. Some people do. But just to know that you're not the only one who likes scrambled eggs with ketchup. For me, I'm, a, I'm more of a scrambled eggs with cheese throwing a little bit of curry powder and salt and pepper. You got something there. The trick is to add a little bit of curry powder, not too much, but enough to kind of get that taste in there. But anyway, back to the purpose. But it's it's just that I, I really want to show that, you know, you're not alone in this, this life. Um, and also, if you need people to understand on what purpose is, look at a um, perfect example is Martin Luther King. Um, he had a purpose. He had more of a why. He, his more thing was, I had, I believe in something that, you know, one day, so forth. It wasn't like, I need everybody to do this. No, it was more of a belief. And once you got more people to believe in the things that you want, um, then anything is possible. So going forward, I do feel as though more people 
we'll start getting into the belief system of why they doing what they doing more so than what they doing and why they doing it. I mean, not what they doing, how they doing it and also what they doing. Um, but more so start digging into the why. And I really want you to start thinking about that. So um, I do want to leave you with some ending thoughts of today's episode, which is what do I feel I should have done by the time by this time in my life? I really want you to think about that um, because these are the things that would actually stress you out. We're not here to be stressed out. Um, so please, to help with stress, um, these these are one of the tips that I actually recommend to a lot of people if you're stressed out because it helped me out and hopefully it helps you out, which is to write it down. Write down, <laughs> write it down, write it down. I'm going to say it three times so you can remember. So get a notepad. Write down at the right top the question, what do I feel I should have done by this time? Write it, write down all the stuff that you think you should have done. Can I create a similar impact with what I can do now with the wisdom I have accumulated? I repeat that again. Can I create a similar impact with what I can do now or with the wisdom I have accumulated? Now, the next question is what do I want to feel more often in my life? What gives me these feelings now? And the last question, how can I ensure my commitment to living a life where I feel good, the impact, I mean, where I feel good about the impact I have on others every day? This last one is key, so I'm going to repeat the last one again. How can I ensure my commitment to living a life where I feel good about the impact I have on others every day? So with everything that I've said and shared, I really hope that you take time out um, this week just take a day or even just 30 minutes a day, just really dive into what are the things that concern you? Um, what are the things that really drive you? What gets you up every day? Um, what are the things that really get you excited? And dive into how does that impact others? I mean, I know that's something that you really can't say because you don't, you cannot control how others feel about you, but you can always get a pulse on how others are feeling about the things that you do every day just by asking. Have your, I call it the lollipop moment, which is where if somebody did something very impactful to you or you've got some meaning from, or some nugget, even from as a parent, um, some uncle or just some random person at work and you see them doing something and you just come to them and it's like, hey, you said this one time and it really had made a change in my life. Thank you. And that's all you need to say. 
I say that often to a lot of folks. I'm starting to do that more often now, but I really have taken, and I'm trying to do better at it. Um, I'm not perfect. I'm still learning like everybody else, but I really want to share the stuff that I'm coming across that hopefully can help you thrive in your life as well. Um, So again, thank you all for listening. I hope you are uh, having a great day. And remember, you matter. People are watching, whether you like it or not, and they are taking something away. And you are special. Thank you all. Well, that concludes this episode of About That Wallet. I hope this topic was helpful. If you want to get the latest episodes, please subscribe to this podcast, wherever you're listening to it. Remember, it is your duty to know about that wallet. Take care. Be safe. I'm out. Peace. Peace.